Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ayin Dalin and Kedushan as we learn for Achin Lukol Basis Rabban and Sunan Batzora Beshivya. And we will start, uh, we'll actually repeat the last few lines we learned yesterday, three lines from the bottom of Ayin Gimlam at Beis. Neman Bal we're talking about people who are believed. For example, we said that a Chaya midwife is believed to say that this kid was the Bechor. Two boys were born and uh, the first, uh, first birth for the mother. Two boys were born, which is the Bechor. She's believed as long as she didn't leave the room or she didn't turn around, different opinions. Then other cases where believe Neman, three lines from the bottom, Neman Bal the seller is trying, two people are, are uh, trying to buy this item, last one in the store. And, um, and they're both saying that uh, they bought it. The Baal is believed to say, I sold it to this guy, I sold it to this one, not this. He still has it. But if he already gave it to one of them, then he's not involved anymore. And he's not believed to say, maybe I gave it to the other one. If he doesn't have it anymore, then it's not his problem. If he still has it, then he's mechuyif to give it to the one we promised to, because otherwise he's over, he, he gets what's called a mishapar, he gets a curse, because he agreed to a deal, and he didn't give it to him. Even though uh, a Kenyan is not made till the guy picks it up, etc., but once you agree to a deal, like a handshake, uh, you know, or bracha vatzlacha, whatever you say, that's it. You're, you're not supposed to go back on your word. Oh, but once, but as long as he still has it, so it's, it's, he's responsible. So he's believed to say who gave it to, who uh, who he sold it to. It says Gemara, Benesh at the top, buying dollar and a manala. Benesh is using me, manak, why don't you see who he took money from? What's the issue over here? Uh, we, have, we assume he only took money from one of them. So what, what's the problem? Who who gave him the money? So let's see, Chadak Mitavai, he took money from both of them. Omer Chad Mitatoi, Bachad Bakorchad. One gave it to him. Willingly accepted the money and one forced the money on him. Below Yadia, and here Rashi says, We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So he knows who gave him the money legitimately, who he wasn't forced. And he says, I took the money from this guy legitimately. The other guy, I'm going to return his money. So he's believed. Similarly, Nemon, Dayan, Lomer, again, these are cases where one person is believed. Even when it comes to money cases, there are cases where the rabbi said, you believe the guy, because what else are you going to do? Have a fight about it? Split it? What are you going to do? They each want to pay for it. They each, uh, you know, you're not hurting anybody physically over here. Comes to a Bechor also. She's the one, the, the lady was there. She knew what it was. It's not even a question of Yisur. It's a question of who gets the double share, who's the Bechor, etc. You believe him in these cases because that's the only person who would know, like the case of the midwife. And we'll see more about this now. Yeah. That be Yisurin, but not necessarily for money. No, for money you need Shtayim Adam for to, to prove something. If two guys say, let's say two guys say that you borrowed money from him, and uh, and uh, then you have to pay him. If only one guy says you pay, you, you borrowed money from him, and you're denying it, then you, they could force you to make a shvur. One person can make a shvur, but one person can be mechayiv money. But there are cases over here. The rabbi said the midwife is believed; she's the one who's there. The seller is believed because it's uh, still in his hands and he's uh, he's responsible. Let's say a case was adjudicated in court and um, one person was found innocent, one person found guilty, or one person had to pay, the other person had to receive money. So the judge is believed to say, this is the one I found innocent, this is the one I found guilty. But he's believed. Now, they're still there. The case is still open. They're not there anymore. They left. He's not believed because he's not responsible to remember. Two guys came in. You know, people come into the rabbi all day. They, they listen to the case. He judged it. 
And he said, okay, off you, off with you. You're on your way now. Now, uh, an hour later, you expect him to remember what he said. He doesn't remember what he said. I, Vanessa is chuta manok. I want you to see who's got the verdict. You know, they, 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 there's a lady there typing it up in the computer and they print out the verdict and they give everybody their copy. Why don't you just look at what's, uh, what's, what's written on the verdict? Uh, it was written up. The one who, who uh, got the schus, the one who says, okay, you won, and he's got that, that's written, it's not here. So I understand what's the problem with it. Why do you say he's believed to say, as long as they're still around, they haven't left the court, he's believed to say, this is the one who's in, so why don't you just rejudge the case? Either with him or with another judge, if you're not sure, there's a fight going on. Usually people, one guy's innocent, one guy's guilty, okay, they, they walk out that way. But here they're both saying that they're innocent, or they're both saying they're entitled to the money. Whatever the case, if it was a money matter, why don't you just rejudge the case? But shoot at the dining, because we're speaking about a case that it wasn't necessarily a clear-cut issue. It was shoot at dining, it's what we call, the, it was the judge's discretion. In other words, it wasn't clear who would really be, uh, for example, um, both people come in saying, Yankel gave me this gift. He gave me this gift. And so how are you going to judge? How are you going to know? Yankel's not here. In that case, the judge has to use his discretion. Who is it more likely that Yankel would have given the gift to? It's closure. So it's his judgment. A judgment case where it depends on his uh, discretion could be reversed by a different judge, or he can be reversed by him himself later on, because it's not a clear-cut case of what, you know, what the, I always repeat what Rav Usher said, that very few cases are decided with two atom. There's usually no two atom around, right? Each guy says his piece, and the question is, what do you believe? So the judge is believed to say, this is the guy that I awarded the money to, or the gift, whatever, as long as they're still around. Once they've left, he can forget about it. And the verdict, they didn't have computers with copies and stuff like that. That was it. Once it was written, and it was torn up, and tore it up and walked out, you don't know. And to rejudge the case wouldn't be fair because it might go the other way now because it, it was a discretion case. It wasn't a clear-cut case. I'm of Nachman. Rav Nachman says it follows. We're about 10 lines down on the page. No. No. Because they're, they're, they're disputing what the judgment was. He, he, it's not like he says, I lost and I'm going to another, I'm going to, a, to an appeal. If it's a Shailin Halacha, then they might take it to a higher court you know, for the Besan of 71 because they don't, they don't know. They can't decide the case. But once there's a psak, there's a psak. You don't say that if a court of 23 sentenced the guy to death, he can appeal it to the Besan of God of Yerushalayim. There's also, you don't have those kind of appeals. Once they judge, they judge, and that's it. A court of three decided that uh, you owe money to him. You're going to appeal it to a higher court. It doesn't work that way. They could take it. The rabbis themselves could take it to a higher court. But if it's a shalat, here the question was, what was the verdict? Each guy said, I won the case. There was a misunderstanding or one guy was cheating or whatever. But he said, I won the case. The verdict we've, is written up, is, is, uh, it's already been ripped up. They can't tell. The judge is there and, they, and they're still in court. The judge is pleased to say, I remember I, I awarded him the, uh, the judgment, not the other guy. Once they've left, he could forget about it. He's not going to remember everything. They didn't have records like we have today. Three people who believe to say this is the son who's the Bechor, he gets the double share. Who are they? Chaya, the midwife, Abib, the father of Emo. Chaya, Lalter, as we said yesterday, yesterday's after Chaya, the midwife's own belief immediately at birth, because she was right there, if she didn't turn around or leave the room. Emo, right? Shiva. During the first seven days before the bris, the mother is the one who is with the child all the time. 
she's bleak to say. She knows she can recognize who is her, who's the older one, who's the younger one. And then um, after the bris, then it's the father who's believed. Right, Shadayin, during the seven days, the father, the, the mother is believed because the father doesn't really know the kid till the bris. Once the bris has taken place, uh, then he is the one. So there are three different times. The mother doesn't even know the child when she first gave birth. The midwife does. Afterwards, for the next seven days until the bris, the mother is believed, and afterwards, the father is believed. Ketanya, Yakir, Yakir, right? At the beginning of Kitese, right? If he has a Chasuva, a Chasnua, we all love him, right? He's the one who recognizes him and determines who he is to other people. He's the one who says, This is the Bechor. He's believed in Bechor. And Rabbi says, Just like he's believed to say, This is my son's Bechor. He's believed to say that his son is, uh, let's say, the son of a divorce. Let's say he's a coin. And he could say, My son is not a valid coin because I was married to a Grusha. We don't know if his wife is Grush or not. That's what Rabbi Yudah says. Vachomam and enemies not believe the Ben Grush puts it. The Pasuk says that the father is believed Yakir. The father knows in the case of a Bechor, he's believed, uh, he knows who the Bechor is, and we believe him to say this is the Bechor, not the other one, but not in terms of Ben Grush or Ben Chalutza. Okay, now uh, the next piece. Abashalo, Hayakor, the Shtuki, with the Now remember, the Shtuki is the one who the mother knows the mother, and when he calls Papa, she says, Be quiet, boy. Um, and then Abishol says, Hey, you cover the Shtuki Baduki. He says the Shtuki was called the Baduki, the one who was Czech. What do you mean by my Baduki? Elim Shabbat, can I see that we check his mother? Bo Marison, she says, Lakoshin of Alti, that we check his mother. And she says, I married a guy who was kosher, and I wasn't married to a mom's or something. That's Nemonis. That she, if that's what it means, come on, come on, this go like Ramuliel. Tanin Chazan, we already learned that in Subas. We said that Tanan, Haisim will bear us. We're going to have this also in tomorrow's time. Haisim will bear us. A woman was pregnant. Right, she was a single woman, she was pregnant. So, Amru, Amru, the Mati was still going to say, You're not married. Who's, who's uh, child is this? Amru Laham, Meish Ploni Bikoinu. He's from a fine family. Coin doesn't mean he's literally coin, it just means he's from a fine family and he's not a mamzer or an Asin or a Garamoni or anything like that. She's believed. She's believed to say that the child is kosher. We don't live by her mouth. And since she's not married, apparently, we have to assume that maybe there's some chashash about that. We don't believe that she's married. So, and Rabbi Yudashmuel said over there that the loch is like Rabbi Yudashmuel. So, what is what is, uh, what is um, Abishal telling me? He says, if you find a shtuki, a shtuki meaning we know the mother, we don't know who the father is, Baduki, you check him out. Yeah, check the mother. And if she says the caution of Alti, she's believed. Well, that's exactly what Rabbi Yudashmuel said before. We already had Rabbi Yudashmuel saying that. Uh, Mr. Barrister says, Ramil or Belezer say that she's believed. So, what's uh, what's Abishal teaching me here? Uh, so, the Gemara says, and, and uh, we pass like Ramil. So, the Gemara says, no, I'll tell you what it's necessary for. Ramil is talking about that the mother is okay. If, in other words, if she says that I slept with a uh, person who was kosher, then she's kosher to Mary Cohn. You don't assume that she lived with somebody. You know, once a woman sleeps with somebody that she's forbidden to marry, she can't marry a coin. That's if you're talking about the mother, not the child. Abishol over here is telling me, Paduki, that you check the mother in terms of the child. That's the Kiddush. That's fine if you hold over there in Subas 
This is one, Rabbi Malil and Rabbi Lezer, who say that she's kosher. She's kosher, but not necessarily the child. The child, we don't know. We don't know who the father is. As far as the mother's concerned, we believe her. She says, I did not, it wasn't from a mamzer or a goy or an evet or somebody I'm not supposed to marry. And she could still marry a coin now. Remember, a coin can marry a non-virgin. He just can't marry a grusha. He can't marry somebody that um, that is um, uh, that is puzzled. That has been because she's she's a zona, and what the ter- what makes a zona? Somebody who slept with somebody she's not allowed to marry, like a uh, geramoni or a mamzer or something of that sort. So over there we say yes, the mother's okay, but the child's not. Abishol comes along to teach me. No, the child's also okay. That's what Abishol says over here. Shtuki, he calls a baduki because he checked. The mother says that the kid's okay. The kid's okay. If you say over there that according to Rebbe Lezer and Emilio who say that you ask the mother, if the mother says, I was nibbled to a kosher, I slept with a kosher person, not only is the mother kosher, but so is the daughter. teaching me. Abishol is teaching me something more than Emilio. Some of you tell me the case of Emilio and Rebbe Lezer who say, you check out the mother and if she says, I was co- I slept with a kosher guy. You believe her, and you believe that ch- that the child also. You know, there we're speaking about a woman number one who is single. She's single, and most of the people in the city are kosher people, like in a shul in the neighborhood. Most of the people are kosher. They're not mamzerim. They're not uh, nesinim. They're not uh, slaves. They're not uh, ammonim. Whatever. Most of the people. Okay, so there you believe her. You believe the child. The child. But for example, let's say she's married. She's married. Most people are puzzled to her. She's married. Only her, only uh, her husband is married. Is is mutter to her, right? Like like she's single now. But let's say, but over here, the rope sunets could go on Let's say let's say most people are uh, she's she's engaged, and most people she's you know what are you what are you doing pregnant? If she's married, nobody's going to ask her why are you pregnant. Does anybody go over? Does anybody go over to a married woman who's pregnant and say? How did this happen? You know, they don't say that, right? They, they assume, you know, uh, she's married, you know. Right? But if she's an, but if she's only betrothed, right? She's not married yet, and she's walking down to the chuppah with a big belly. People say, "How did this happen?" Right? So most people are puzzled. She says, "Of course, it was from the fiance." You know, we we we, we took uh, we, things got out, a little bit out of hand a little early, but uh, but uh, most people are also to her. So in the case where most people are also to her, or for example, or most of the people in the city are anyway not kosher for some place like that, Amy, you wouldn't maybe you wouldn't believe her. Maybe you wouldn't believe her. Maybe you don't believe it. Srika, therefore, Abishol tells us, you know what? If she says, if we don't know who the child is, this child is a stuki, that we don't know who the father is, and she says that he was kosher and it was it was a permitted union, uh, like like even if it was her fiance. Which is not proper, but it's permitted. It's not a mom's or anything like that. Uh, that's what Michelle's teaching. like that we believe a woman to say that the father of this child is okay, and therefore the child is okay. So the Allah is like a right? That the father is okay, but we still don't really know who the father is. Now, why do I say that? Because if you, as a preamble to the next mission, the first mission and the parak said what? That you know, uh, Ezra brought up all these different classes, and of course, a coin, a lady in Israel can intermarry it like we do today. Coin of Israel, we're not mocked about that. You marry a coin, nobody cares. Oh, how can you marry this guy? He's a coin, and you're Israel. That's okay. That's no problem with that. However, what about Gerim 
who were free, so the Mishnah said they were all allowed to marry one another. Right? That means a ger can marry a mamzer. And, uh, and a shtuki and a sufi. Shtuki and a sufi are what? We don't know who the father is. In this case, a sufi, we don't know who the mother is. So he said um, they are also allowed to marry one another. Right? I sufi, they're all allowed to marry one another. But not a Yisrael. A regular Jew shouldn't marry in a sufi. That's what the Gemara said, right? Because that's what Amisha said there. So Limar yesterday said, yeah, Mitaraisa really you could, because it's only a suffix, it's a spex faker, like it's not almost like a spex faker because what are the what's the problem? If if you believe the mother that the man was kosher, and the question simply is maybe he's the same, you know, maybe two kids from the same, maybe you're marrying your sister. These things are very unlikely. And therefore, basically you could marry them. You could marry them, it says the Gemara, Gemara but the rabbis forbade it. That's why we say in our Mishnah that a coin lady Israel can intermarry. They could all intermarry, right? But not a Stukin Yisufi marrying in Yisrael. That's a malos asubiyus we said yesterday. Now the Mishnah is going to say something which apparently is the same, but we're going to see it's not. The Mishnah is not clear. Look at the Mishnah. Whoever cannot marry the Kalashem, like Mamsa cannot marry Kalashem, are allowed to marry one another. Allowed to marry one another. Now, does this sound similar to what we saw in our Mishnah? All those people, all those people, well, a gear really could marry Israel, right? right? But all those people who are not Kalashem, Kalashem, love of the Kalashem, they're allowed to marry one another. Now, this sounds like uh, all these people, Shtuki, Asufi, all of them, can marry one another. Is that what the, isn't that what the Mishnah said? So it sounds similar to our Mishnah, but it's not clear. Rabbiuda says he can't. Rabbiuda, well, Rabbiuda went, we can understand Rabbiuda. Rabbiuda is one who said that a gear cannot marry a Mamzeris. Why? Because Kahal Gerim, because Kal Gerim Ikri Kal, right? Kal Gerim Ikri Kal, and a Mamzer is of the Kal Hashem. So we saw Rabbiuda's opinion yesterday. What is he adding on over here? We'll see. The more is going to deal with this because not good. Rabbiuda, now it's important to see Rabbiuda. Because the Rebbe is really good psaac, possibly like for Blesser. Blesser Omer. Badon, Badon, Mutter. Avadai Mamzer with Avadai Mamzer can marry one another. Badon, Besveke, Besveke, Badon, or some take out, it's the same, really the same thing. Badon, Besveke, Besveke, Badon, meaning a suffix is like a Shtuki or a Sufi. We don't know for sure what he is. We don't know. We, we believe the mother, but we're really not 100% sure. Not Avadai Mamzer, right? Besveke, 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 even a Shtuki to a Shtuki couldn't marry because it's a suffix. Elohim speaks, what are the speakers? Shtuki, Sufi, Bakuti, even Akuti, because Akuti also was not sure what their background was. They were people that the Goyim brought in uh, from Kut, from that place, and wasn't sure if they were accepted. Not. We don't know if they're Mamzerim or not. So Shtuki and Sufi are all speakers, and he says even Shtuki and Sufi cannot marry one another, because we don't really know. Maybe one's a Mamzer, one's not. And that's really the Psach Halacha. Not like we said that, you know, basically, yeah, basically, Minatori, you could say that the Shtuki could even marry a Yisrael. But, you know, but the rabbis were Mahmah. So Yisrael, or Kohen Kohen, Yisrael should not marry a Shtuki. But the first Mishnah said that they could all intermarry. A Shtuki and a, and a, a Suffolk, you know, Suffolk, a Shtuki, a Sufi, uh, can, a Gerim, even a Ger can marry a Mamzer like the old, because Kal Gerim, Loic Rikal. They can all marry one another. That's what we saw in the Mishnah. Here, What's the beginning of the mission? The, the end of it, Rebbe is pretty clear. Only a mamzer can marry a mamzer or, or in a sin. A sin, a sin is also body puzzle. 
So in a synod of moms, you can marry one another, but even spakers can't, can't marry one another. Who could they marry? They can marry a gear, because a gear could even marry a mom's heiress. We hold like, not like Rebuta, we go like Rebiosi, that gear can marry a mom's heiress. But now, let's understand the mission. The mission said, call us from Michael from Liverpool. Listen to this carefully. You have to get this language to understand the Gemara and Hamid base. Whoever cannot marry Kal Hashem, whoever cannot marry into the regular congregation of uh, of Jews, uh, they can marry. They can. They could marry one another. They can marry even a mamzer. Michael is someone who said, "Elema, I'm saying the sinistuk of us. If we think about these people, who love, they're not allowed to call Kal Hashem, as we paskin that they can't marry Israel, even if it's even if it's Rabbana, even though you could say that they're kosher, but they say they're not allowed to." The Rasha said that it was the first mission that we quoted. We just quoted the first mission, the parak. That could all marry one another. So what is he teaching me? If you're saying all these people, all the people who are not allowed to bubble Kalashem can marry one another, can even marry a mamzer. Right? We already said that in the first Mishnah. He says, no, a body cannot marry a or cannot marry a shtuki. A medic tani safe, the safe is Rebelezer, a badam, a badam, a mutter, a badam, a stake, a stake, a stake, a Since he says this, Asher Machal, Rebuta, a lost fear life. In our mission, we had three opinions, the Tanakam, Rebelezer, and the Tanakam, Rebuta, and Rebelezer. What was Rebuta forbidding? If he's re, re, forbidding a mamzer to marry a shtuki, because maybe the shtuki is okay, we don't know. Well, that's what the Rebelezer said. So how is Rebuta arguing? So it's not clear what we mean over here. Right? Maybe when Rabbi says it's Asr, he's talking about a Gair can't marry Mamzeris, like we saw he said two days ago. Me to Gair Mamzeris, kind of we talk about. And our Mishnah Gair says, we're not talking about a Gair Mamzeris. Our Mishnah said, Rabbi says, only it doesn't talk about a Gair Mamzeris. It doesn't say Gair Mamzeris. Does he say a Gair cannot marry? Does our Mishnah say that whoever cannot marry Gair, uh, whoever can. Um, Cannot marry the cow like uh, Mamzeris is mutu lava as a bazaar. It doesn't say Gear Mamzeris. Call us through Lavakalkani. It doesn't say Gear Mamzeris. They rebuke us as a Gear can't marry Mamzeris. Mashatanakam said a Gear could marry Mamzeris. It's the mission says whoever's not allowed to vote the cow is mutu to marry one another. Amar Abhidabhi says no, Enechanam. really did say the Alphacomer. Call us through Lava Bakal Kahuna. We're not talking about Kalga. The, the first mission was talking about whoever can't marry Kahal Yisrael. Can marry here. We're talking about whoever cannot marry a coin who can't marry a coin a gear. My Ninu, listen to this. We paskin, you know, like that a Gioris under the age of three could marry even a coin because she's not his owner. Because any fee below the age of three is not a fee, it grows back. But if she's over the age of three, then she's his own and a coin can't marry her. Here he says, a Gioris even under the age of three, but not like not like. Right, not meaning meaning even any Gyoris, even the under the age of three. And we all like Gyoris, not like Rabshim Yahoy, but rather like the other opinion that even under the age of three cannot marry a Kohen. A Gyoris plus that's what I mean. Whoever is also Lavo to a Bakalkuna, meaning a Kohen can't marry a Gyoris, even a baby Gyoris is allowed to marry who's that guess, allowed to marry a Mamzer. And we're talking about that. So when we say we call someone from Zed, it's not uh it's not like we said, wait a minute, if if Rabbi's talking about a gear from Zeris, the mission didn't talk about a gear from Zeris. Remember, she said, call us in love of the cow, the cow mutum of Zed. You know what we're talking about? 
if it's not like the first Mishnah, then it's just a repetition. It must be offering. Here was what we're talking about. A ger who cannot marry, uh, a ger of any age, a gyoris, even a baby gyoris cannot marry a Kohen. That's what we call a suin love of a kal kahuna. Love is allowed to marry a mamzer, even though what? Even though a baby gyoris, a two-year-old baby gyoris cannot marry a Kohen, could still marry a mamzer. That's what we mean. Maternal love is like a marry a mamzer. So why talk about not talk about and and a feel of shimon why talk about if she's under the age of three and not like a shimon choy talk about if she's the age of three she can't marry a kohen she's allowed to marry mamzer sim came you'd see the tibbet if that's the case you from its side you can break it you can refute this point why because you're saying time the reason why it works is why because three she's three years old and a day that's why we say she's also love of a cow. She can't marry a cow coon. She can't marry a coin, but she could marry a guy. Let's mash with her pus me bashal shamim echad. The muteris love of a cow. Mash with that. If you're saying a korm shemichoy, that means if she was two years old, she could marry cow kuna, right? She could marry cow kuna. Then a sewer love of a wouldn't be allowed to marry a mamzer. Just the opposite. She would still be allowed to marry a mamzer because she's not kal Hashem. According to, right, if, even if she's under the age of two, right, a pus mashal shamim echad. Who's allowed to marry Kalkuna, would she be also to marry Cohen? She's still a Gyoris. A Gyoris can marry a Cohen. A, a Gyoris is still allowed to marry a Mamzer. Right? That's what we're saying. The whole point of the mission was if you can't, you can't love a cow, you can marry a Mamzer. You could, you could intermarry, you can marry a Mamzer. So what are we talking about? If you're talking about a girl, a Gyoris who's three years old, and therefore she can't marry a Cohen, right? She can't marry a Cohen. So she's mutter to marry a Gyoris. Mashma, that if she's if she could marry Cohen because she's two years old, she wouldn't be allowed to marry Ramzer, but she would be allowed to marry Ramzer anyway because Kal Gerim, Kal Gerim, Kal, and she'd be allowed to Ramzer anyway, so that wouldn't work. Okay, so you're saying over here, she could still marry Ramzer, because therefore it wouldn't work. So at this point, we're still saying that's what the mission means. We're not going to, this is all half a minute because the mission's not going to come out this at the end. But the Mishnah said, whoever's also love of a cow could marry a mamzer. Okay, who's also love of a cow? We mean also love of kahuna, which means a gyorus, could marry a mamzer. Okay, says so a is that a general category? The holosum of a cow, whoever cannot marry a coin, mutarn lobo, is allowed to marry a mamzer? I'll give you cases where somebody can't marry a coin, but they could marry it, but they still can't marry a mamzer. Just because they can't marry a coin doesn't mean they're allowed to marry a mamzer. What about all these women? Who are regular Jewish women? Amonagusha Chalolazona. They are so they can't marry Love Kalka. They can't marry a coin. Coin can't marry uh, Amonagusha Chalolazona. And and they still can't marry a mamzer just because she's an Amonagusha case. mean she can't marry a mamzer. So here's what do you mean? It's a general category. You're saying the mission means whoever can't marry a coin is allowed to marry a mamzer. Not true. Look at Amonagusha Chalolazona. The Sue. Mutter, but it, and then you're saying if it's mutter to marry Cohen, then it would be also to marry a mamzer. What about a ger? How a ger should mutter because a ger can marry a, 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 a bas Cohen, a mer, mutter mamzer, so he's allowed to marry. They're going to a ger. We said the other day, remember he said he was mater, rub was mater. A ger can marry a uh, bas Cohen, he could also marry a mamzer. Hello, Rav Nassim Baroshi, Hachikamer. Must mean this. We're trying to look for what, what does a mission mean when it says if you're also, if you're also, you're your mother to marry a mamzer. Call Cohen also Lisa as Vito. Any person who a Cohen cannot marry his daughter, 
The daughter is also considered like a Goris, and a coin can't marry her. Okay, any person, right? Any person like this Gare, whose daughter cannot marry a coin, Mutaran Lovers ever said, is allowed to marry uh Malcolm Mamsa. Okay, that's what we're gonna say. Uklalu, is that a general candidate called coin? also Lisa Spito, is that true that any coin? Uh, any any case where a coin cannot marry this guy's daughter, any person who, whose daughter cannot be married to a coin is allowed to marry a mamzer, or a halal. What about a halal shenasabas Yisrael? The coin also leases beto, according to this opinion, as we'll see. According to the, the opinion of most, if a halal marries a Yisrael, the coin can't marry his daughter because she's considered a halala. But he can't marry a mamzer. Just because he's a halal doesn't mean he can marry a mamzer. He was like, it's a halal who married a Basis Royal. His daughter cannot marry a coin. Yet the halal cannot marry a mom. So he can't say that uh, that a uh, any coin who can't marry his uh, can't marry a daughter, right? Can't marry a daughter. If a daughter, if, if a person's daughter cannot marry a coin, like a ger, shenasigoras, uh, he's allowed to marry a mamzer, like a ger. Okay, you're right. That would work. But what about the reverse? Smashma, any coin who um, who uh, if it's if you're allowed to marry the coin, a coin should also lease a bit or mash with what that a coin. If you can't, if a person whose daughter cannot marry uh, the coin, uh, and uh, you're saying you can't marry a coin, would be mutter to marry a mamzer? Not the case. A halal whose daughter cannot marry a coin, yet the halal can't marry a coin. But certain love he can't marry a, a, a mamzer. So this will go like Mishra ben Yuda, who says that if a halal marries a basis royal, remember he said that a basis royal is a mikvah tara for a halal, that if a halal marries a basis royal, the child is not a halal or halala, the child's okay. Okay, so that would work, because the Kohen can't marry the daughter, right? The Kohen rather could marry the daughter, and therefore he can't marry mom. So the two things go together. If you can't marry this, if he can't marry this person, he could marry a mom. Okay. So, but if you could marry this person, then you couldn't marry Mamzer. Fine. Okay, but I'll have another problem, though. Uh, that, so I was talking about where Halal marries a Basisrael, that the child is not a Halal. But what about if Halal marries a Halala? And they, in that case, the coin also leaves a Bito. Here's a guy, a Halal, whose daughter cannot marry a coin. Why? Because he married a Halala. The Halal himself married a Halala. Daughter can't marry a coin. And yet the Halal can't marry a Mamzer. So it doesn't work that. Uh, any person who can't marry uh, the Kohen, like, or in this case, the Kohen can't marry his daughter, that person would be allowed to marry a mamzer. Not so. The Su Hamutur also, it's Mashma that if you would be, if the Kohen would be allowed to marry, would be also to marry a, uh, a mamzer. All right, Ger Shanasabas Israel. What about a Ger who marries a Bas Israel? Kohen Mutali Svito. A Ger who marries a Bas Israel, a Kohen can marry his daughter. A Kohen can't marry a Gioris, but if a Ger is married to a Bas Israel, the, taught, the daughter could marry a Kohen, and still the Gare could marry a Mamzer. So a Gare whose daughter could marry a Kohen, he could still marry a Mamzer. How can you say that if, if, uh, if the daughter could marry a Kohen, if the daughter of this person can marry a Kohen, that person cannot intermarry with a Mamzer? Not the case. The daughter of this person can marry a Kohen if he's married, this Gare is married to Israel, yet the Gare could marry a Mamzer, as we learned before. All these things don't work. We're trying to explain what does the mission mean when it says, if you can't marry Kal Hashem, you can't marry the Kal, they're allowed to intermarry. If you're talking about the cases of the first mission that we learned that, how's that different than the first mission? That's what the first mission said. And what is Rabbi Yudah offering over here? So he says, you know, says, you know what? We're talking about a different thing entirely. 
We're not talking about a coin. We're not talking about love of Kalashem. We're talking about what makes a mamzer. The Tanakama says, Tanakama says, what, is, what makes a mamzer? Not like Rabbi Kippur. Rabbi Kippur holds even any lab makes a mamzer. If you're over in a lab, except for a coin marrying a, a grusha, because that says halalimosa, but any other case, if you marry somebody you're not supposed to marry, the kid's a mamzer, right? Let's say a machzer Your wife, you divorced your wife. You're not a coin. Your wife, you divorced your wife. She married somebody else. The other guy died or divorced her. And she, you took her back. Mm-hmm. It's also a mamzer. It's a lav. That's what we keep a sheet of sheet. The way we hold is any iser kares or misa. Iser kares would be you slept with your sister. It makes a mamzer. What's the case of misa? Committed adultery. You slept with somebody else's wife. Right? That's that's high misa specimen. The Tanakhama says, It's all mamzer. That's what he means to say, meaning anybody, any kind of a mamzer, even a mamzer. Uh, from uh, Israkaris, like sleeping with your sister, makes a mamzer, for that, or adultery, either one. And that's what Tanakhama said. Also, as a mamzer, it's all mamzer. Any Yisra like that, any Yisra, uh, even an Yisra chorus, uh, also makes a mamzer, and they can, they can marry, and that makes a mamzer, and the mamzer can marry any mamzer. If you just suffer, no. They should just have a mamzer. He holds no. He goes, if Rabbi Yudu goes like Yashita, we'll see, of uh, Rabbi Yeshua, that holds that the only time it's a mamzer is if it's high of Mises Besson, like you committed adultery. But if you committed incest, like with your uh, sister, then it's, uh, of course, the child's not the kosher child, child's pagum, but it's not a mamzer. So he says, That's what he means to say, Rabbi Yehuda Oser, Rabbi Yehuda only asers what? This is very limiting and it's not clear from his words at all. Rabbi says, no, it's only if it's, it's only Asr's, if it's, uh, only if it's a, um, a Chayv Mises Bezdin, like committing adultery, okay? So, um, the Gemara said, right, take a look at Rashi in the widest lines. We're not talking about a gear at all. Anybody from Israel, any incest at all, they could all marry one another. Meaning, a mamzer who was the who was the uh, product of a, a man sleeping with his sister, he's a mamzer, and he can marry the son of an adulterous relationship where the man committed adultery with somebody else's wife. They're both mamzer, they can marry one another. That's what he's saying. That's what Tanakhama says. Comes along, Rabbi Yudas says, no, 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 no. Uh, an adulterous relationship from a brother and a sister that produced a person, that guy's not a mamzer. He's not, he's not a kosher mamzer. He's not a real mamzer. And he can't sleep. He's pugum. He's pugum. He's like the child of any illicit relationship that doesn't make a monster. Like doesn't make a monster. He's not a good, not a good yichus. Not a good yichus. Right? Like machzur shasmishas. Pardon? According to this opinion, not the way we hold. We hold that it is a monster. But Rabbi holds like a Bishua that only comes from from an adulterous relationship where you married, where you slept with somebody else's wife. So he would say, Rabbi says that the child of an incest could not marry the child of an adulterer. That's that's what he's. That's Rabbi opinion. So the Gemara says that. So the, that's that's what we're talking about over here. We're not talking about a gear at all. Says the Gemara, this doesn't make sense. That, and again, back to Gemara. So they, they, those two can't intermarry. 
The Gemara says, "What's the chiddush in there? What do they teach? Mike Mashmon, Tanim, we already learned this. Ezo Mamz, the famous Gemara in Yavamas. Ezo Mamz, the Kol Shubla Yava. The Rebbe Kiva says, any any time the Torah says, don't sleep with this woman, that makes a Mamz, even if it's only a love. No Koris, no Mises Pesim. Shemar Tamani Omer Kol Shacham of Koris, be Shemayim. Even the Chayv Koris, that's how we hold any anything your Chayv Koris or worse, Chayv Mises Pesim. Halach Bifav, that's Halacha. Rabbi Shua Omer Kol Shacham of Mises Pesim. Oh, so so Rabbi Yehuda is going to be sure. So what's the chiddush in that? Just say Rabbi Yeshua Omer Koshkan on basis, and Rabbi Yehuda goes like Rabbi Yeshua. Big deal, right? Ella Omer Rava. You know what we're talking about? Not Mishnah. Geramani Moabi Kibnav. Let's understand. Remember, we learned Amon and Moab are never allowed to enter the Jewish people, even if he's Megayer and he keeps tired mitzvahs and he learns Torah all day and he wears tefillin all day and he's the best Jew and he's a good guy, but he's still like, he's still a Geramani. He's a Jewish person. He's a convert, but he cannot marry. In the Kalashem. Anybody who's also to come into the Kalashem, we're not talking about uh, a Mamzer. We're not talking about, we're talking about a uh, who who's, cannot enter the Jewish people. They're allowed to intermarry with everybody else, meaning they can marry a Mamzer. With Torah and love of Azeh, they are allowed to marry even Mamzerim. Hey, Mamzerim, Mamzerim could marry them. Now, again, a person who's Jewish, right, is a Stuki or Sugi, couldn't marry them because uh, they are Kaal Hashem, presumably. Yachi, my Rabbi Yudas, who is Rabbi Yudasr? Rabbi Yudasr is the Tanakhama said they're, they're, that uh, these people are Asr, right? Rabbi Yudas says that they're allowed to marry, and Rabbi Yudas says you can't marry them. Why can't they marry them? Achakamar. Even though we had before, remember Machlokas Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi, that a ger can marry a mamzeres, right? A ger can marry a mamzer, uh, or a gyoris can marry a mamzer. That's Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, no, a ger cannot marry a mamzer. So he says, you know what? Even though he said a ger cannot marry a mamzer, why? Because he holds that kal ger be kal, and therefore a mamzer can't marry gyoris. That's only a gear who's allowed to marry Kalashem. He can marry Kalashem. He could also, there, Rabbi Yudah says, therefore, he can't marry a Mamzer because he's Rovoy Love of Kal, and therefore, you shouldn't marry a Mamzer who's not Roy Love of Kal. A regular gear can marry anybody, right? He can marry a Khan as he can marry uh, a Mamzer, right? Because since he can marry, uh, he could marry anybody, but a Garamoni Mi'avi cannot. Anyway, look how they can marry Shem. Lo, so here he says, even though a regular gear cannot marry Mamzeris, but a Geramoni Moabi could marry Mamzeris. So in Rabbi Yudah, that's also the words are strange in the Mishnah. Because Rabbi Yudah says, Oser, what do you mean, Oser? Even Rabbi Yudah, who Oser is a gear marrying a Mamzeris, but a Geramoni Moabi could marry Mamzeris. Since it's also the Lakal, they could marry a Mamzer. And that's where we come out. Now, the important thing to remember, though, is that besides it, we'll, we'll start from the Tan Rabbana tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Uh, but the important thing to remember here is that we paskin like Rabbi Lezer in our Mishnah. We've been discussing the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yudah in Mishnah. What does it mean, Kosher and Lovah Bukal? What do you mean? We're talking about a Geramoni Moabi. We're not talking about all these other moms there. We're not talking about them. Geramoni Moabi, they're allowed to marry one another and they can marry a Mamzer. Rabbi Yudah Oser. Rabbi Lezer says only a body Mamzer can marry a Mamzer. A person who's a Suffolk Mamzer, we're not sure if he's a Mamzer or not. That includes Stuk and Sufi. cannot marry. A mamzer cannot even marry one another because we don't know. Maybe one's a mamzer, one's not. That's how we paskin. So who could a Stuki or Sufi marry? A ger. They can marry a ger because a ger can, even if it is a mamzer, a ger can marry, a ger has the advantage. You can marry a basco and you can marry a mamzer. That's how we come out. La 
All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Sure,